Hello, governor. Welcome back to the Tribal Brand Podcast. I am Ewinton, and welcome to season number two, episode 41, or we'll just say season two, episode uno. I hope everybody had themselves a wonderful and safe New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. You know, not too hungover, I hope. I went to bed around 9 o'clock on New Year's Eve. You know, it's no big thing, bruh. Don't need to stay up till midnight drunk and trash just to welcome in another year. Because, you know, I've gone into my decade number seven. Into number seven. I don't know how that works, but that's the way it is. I did the math a couple times in my head. I'm like, so 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, thousands, 2010s, 2020s. I don't know. Steven, you know, I don't know. It doesn't even seem possible to me. I can't even hardly wrap my fucking brain around the fact that I'm going into my seventh decade. I'm 58, but going into my seventh decade. How the fuck does that work, man? How is it even possible that I'm... I just don't get it, so... Yeah, I just thought about that recently. I don't feel like I'm, I'm, you know, aged like that, but apparently I am. Don't feel it. Sometimes I do feel it, though. You know, old framers, you old framers out there, you know what I'm talking about. You get up in the morning, your knees are aching, your shoulders are aching, hands hurt, feet hurt, brain hurts, everything hurts, bruh. Yeah, I remember. So, yeah, I'm a little bit of aged, an old buddy of mine. Uh, decided that he had to go back to framing because he wasn't making it doing what he was doing. So now he's framing for peanuts, right? I think he said something like four something a square foot for him and to split between a couple other dudes. What? How can you even do that? 2,000 square foot house is only $8,000. Bro, that's going to take you a little while. You can't do that in five days. Can't do it, bro. Probably need seven days for completion. All right. So that's, uh, I don't know. Let's say uh, eight grand every seven days, 32,000 a month. You need to make at least 10, right? So maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Good luck with that. He's an older guy like me. He's in his 50s. I'll just say it, I'll just say it like that. He's in his 50s. He's not a young buck anymore. He might be 45, but he's still, he's still not a young buck. If I tried to frame like I was framing in my 30s, I'd be dead. I'd probably drop dead. You know? It'd take me at least a month of hard framing just to, you know, get the stamina going, right? Get the energy, man. I could do it. Man, for the first month, though, I'd probably want to die. Haven't been up on a 12-12 in a long time. All you people out there know what a 12-12 roof is. Yeah. Ouch. That's a goddamn 45-degree angle. Now, could you imagine being up there for eight hours straight, slinging half-inch sheets of plywood up on there, banging them around, nailing them off, cutting them, and all that good shit on a 45-degree angle? No. It sucks balls. So good luck, bro. I do uh, wish you lots of luck on that one. Anyway, so... My turd calls me the other day. Actually, it was like this. He didn't call. What he did is he texted me a picture. All right? He got my number from my niece, who I asked, you know, if you see him around or whatever. Give him my number. I'd like to hear from my boy. Right? That's my boy. So, uh, yeah, I get a text. I'm at work. And it's just a picture. 
of a little girl. Here's your granddaughter. You know, I've seen some pictures of her. I've never met her. I don't even know how old she is. She looks like she's maybe 11 or 12 or something. Okay, so I'm just guessing. Just throwing that out there. You know, that's how much uh, continuity the Schaefer's have, okay? So anyway, I'm like, who is this? I don't even know who it is, man. Who's sending me this photo? Because if it's my ex-wife, you need to lose my number now. I don't want to hear from you. But it's my boy. He goes, he finally gets back, says, yeah, it's me. That's it. So I'm like, well, how the fuck are you? You know? How you doing? Where you at? You know? What's up? Still my son, right? So I want to have a conversation with him. But he's always been kind of a little dick. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I haven't been the greatest dad in the world. Never have been. Never claimed to be. Never said, oh, these kids are my life. Never done that. You know, I might have been one of them guys that uh, more closer to the animal kingdom, you know. Once you've had your kids and they've, you know, they're on their way, right? That's part of the animal kingdom. I'm just thinking this, you know, I'm thinking out loud here. I don't know what the deal is, okay? So anyway, first thing that comes out of his mouth is, I'm still clean and sober. I'm like, well, that's good. That's great. That's awesome. You know, if any of you out there knows the Schaefer's, yeah, there's a there's one or two drugs that they can't do. Okay, one or two that you just can't handle. So you just don't do it. Like mine is alcohol. I don't do it. And I've heard it said before, so you smoke a little bit of weed that, you know, you're not clean and sober. Like whatever, dude, you know what clean and sober for me is staying out of trouble. Okay, it's not rocket science. Okay. So, uh, anyway, so he says he's clean and sober, but his living condition is, uh, fucked up, right? He says, my living situation is rough, though. I'm thinking, well, okay, so what's up? He says he's living in his truck. Well, first of all, you ain't supposed to be having a vehicle. You don't have a fucking driver's license, okay? What are you doing driving around? What are you doing, man? Is your truck parked where, you know, on the res somewhere where you can just live in it? What's going on, you know? So he says he just started a job and, uh, you know, if I could send him some money. Yeah. Till Friday. That's when I get paid. So right away, in my mind, in my thinking is, okay, here we go again. No contact. No, hey, pops, how you doing? Hey. Here's my contact if you ever want to say hello. Anything like that, right? So he's, he's copped this resentment since he was in the penitentiary because I wouldn't send him fucking money every month, right? A care package, Pops. Right, okay? And I've told you before, man, you get locked up. Mm, you're kind of off the fucking Christmas list, okay? Sorry, that's just the way it is. Whenever I got locked up, I just fucking settled in and is what it was, right? So um, that's my thinking. But I'm like, all right, let me think about it. Let me see what I got. Rent is due, right? I pay a couple bills a month just for rent, okay? So I didn't tell him all these things, but, you know, it's none his business. So I think about it. I talk to my wife. She's like, yeah, you need to send him some money, you know? And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, well... Mm, let me think about it for a minute. I'm not going to make any snap decisions because 
he is a heroin addict, right? He could be bullshitting daddy. He could be saying some bullshit. Because I know my son has a lot of relations up there in Lummi, right? Lots and lots of cousins and aunties and uncles and fucking stepdaddies and shit, right? You can you can go stay somewhere. You ain't just living in your truck. You can't bullshit a bullshitter, right? I know how to survive. He knows how to survive. Don't try to bullshit me. You're talking to me. So anyway, so um, the day after, no, it was New Year's Day. New Year's Day, I go out of my way to send him some cash. It wasn't much, you know. My wife wanted me to send him a $100 bill. I said, nah, I'm not going to send you 100 I'm not going to send him 100 Okay, I'll send him 60 right? Cost me 72 bucks just to send it. So it's not a big deal, man. It's just a few bucks, right? Not a word back. Not, hey, I got the money. Hey, thanks, man. So the following day, I'm like, dude, did you get the money? Did you, you know, did you receive it? Oh, yeah. Thanks a million. So then I'm thinking, well, all righty then. You know, that's my son, and I love I love the shit out of him, but I fucking hate the attitude. Just because he went to prison in the penitentiary and he got himself fucking hooked on shit that got him put there. Don't blame me for your fucked up life, bro. You know? It's not my fucking fault. That's part of the problem with these fucking kids today and society itself. People don't want to fucking understand the part that they play in shit. You know, what part did I play in that bullshit? Should I take some responsibility for what the fuck I did? Well, of course I should. And I did. I've made my apologies. I've made my amends to both my children. I tried 11 years ago to try and be a part of. Right? And when my son was locked up, and before he got locked up, I said, you need to come stay with your dad. I told him I loved him. I asked him to forgive me for being a shitty dad, right? Yeah, dad, I love you, man. Okay. Now, he goes to the joint and comes out all hard and shit, right? I'm a hard. I'm a badass. Whatever, dude. So you can go on in your life and through your life blaming your dad for all your issues, bro. But, you know, it's not fair to me. And I've got a granddaughter out there. I've never even had the opportunity to fucking meet, right? Not even the, hey, come on up and meet your granddaughter, right? Now she's like 11 or 12. That's some bullshit, you know? And you know what else is bullshit? Sending me a picture and saying, here's your granddaughter. Don't fucking do that shit. Call me up on the fucking phone and say, hey, dad, how you doing? Because no matter how you slice it and dice it, boy... I'm still your daddy. Don't just call me just to let me know you need money. All right. Anyway, enough of that bullshit. So, uh, this just in. Did you guys know that American Indians are eight times more likely to have their vehicles searched by the pigs when you get pulled over? Eight times higher than anybody else. Now, why is that? And how is that? You know, how do they keep record of that? Because... When I get pulled over, my license does not say American Indian, okay? Doesn't say Native American. Doesn't say indigenous. Mine says white. I need to change that, right? I need to put on there. 
indigenous man. Anyway, so how do they know that these are these are American Indians? They they did like a study of like ten million stops or some kind of ridiculous number. Who the fuck gets paid to do this? Number one, number two, it doesn't really fucking matter, does it? It doesn't really matter. I've never had my car searched unless I was doing something wrong, okay? Kind of reminded me of the time when I was probably 20. Me and Ben Jules and a couple of other girls were riding around, and of course we didn't have much money, and we couldn't get anybody to buy us any beer, so what did we do? We went into a Safeway, and we loaded the cart and walked right out the door with it. Well, about five minutes later, we're getting pulled over, and we got a trunk load of beer. Everybody's a minor. So they searched the vehicle because they could smell alcohol. They opened the trunk, and you know what them fuckers made us do? They made us dump every fucking beer out. They didn't arrest anybody. They just made us dump it out. Damn. What a waste, man. That was a good party ready to happen, too. Those bastards, they blew that party up. So I get into work on uh, Thursday, and the whole office was rearranged. Yeah, so now they have four desks all kind of pushed together like a four-way intersection, right? Four-way stops and shit. And mine is closest to the goddamn boss's office door, right? I'm sitting right there. And the other guy's right across from me. And then uh, on his, would be his left, is for the laborer. And then there's this desk right next to mine that's empty. But it's kind of set up, you know? I'm thinking, well, this is weird. This is odd. Something going on here. So out in the field later on, I'm talking to the boss's nephew, Andy. He says, you see the office was all rearranged? I'm like, yeah, I saw that. What's up? He goes, we got a new guy starting on Monday. I'm thinking, hmm. So I ask him, what's he going to do? Is he a superintendent? Is he a laborer? What, what is he? What, what, what's, his, uh, you know, what's his deal? He just shakes his head, I don't know. So I tell my fellow superintendent, I'm like, dude, you know they're bringing in a new guy Monday? Of course, you know, we're going to be suspicious. We both knew he was kind of looking for somebody, but, you know, didn't really think he was going to find anybody. So now we're going to be a little bit suspect, right? But for me, I feel like, you know, it is what it is. I'm always a little bit leery, always a little bit suspicious, always Watching my back, because I don't trust anybody. So now we have this new guy coming in, and I know it's going to rub my other guy's uh, ego the wrong way, right? He's going to get, he's already getting a little pissy about it. He's already like, well, if that fucker has him come out to fucking help me do my shit, I'm going to tell him to buzz off. Okay, so now you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit back and chill. I'm going to watch the fireworks, bruh. I'm going to watch the show because I know for a fact, especially if this guy they bring in is a little bit younger and he thinks he's badass and has this attitude like, I'm the shizzle. Because you get those guys. You get them guys that want to uh, make you think that they know more than you know they know, right? Right away they're going to be like, yeah, I've done this, I've done that. Me, 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 me. It happens every time. So I'm going to be like, whatever, dude, and I'm going to do my thing. Don't get in my way. Don't disrespect me, and we be cool, right? That's going to be my attitude. But I know my fellow super duper, he's not going to have that same sort of 
attitude. I know what his attitude is going to be about. It's going to be definitely don't fuck with my projects attitude. See, he's been pushing really hard for his bonuses on these units he's doing. He's got quite a bit going on. He's probably got himself 15 grand, maybe 20 grand worth of bonuses he's working to get. Now, I don't think he's going to get them bonuses. I think he's going to get screwed. We didn't even get a Christmas bonus, right? They took us out to dinner. That was fine. Steak was probably a $100 steak. My wife's, you know, a couple hundred bucks. That's great. Thank you. But I'd much rather get a couple hundred dollar bills. You know what I mean? Give me $200 bills. Give me the bills. Give me the cash. You know, I can do a lot. I'd much rather have $100 than a steak. You know what I mean? Anyway, I'm not going to seem ungrateful because I am. I'm happy to be working, man. Right now, I'm just happy to be working, you know? But I know my partner, he's going to be pissed. So, like I said, I'm going to kick back and see what comes up. You know, I'm always a little nervous. I'm kind of waiting to get my fucking layoff paperwork. Because it just happens, man, all the time. I see it. They think they can do better. They'll call somebody else in better that's younger, you know. Got more computer experience. Whatever. I'm a dinosaur, man. I'll be 60 years old here in a few years, right? I only need to work for another 10 years. That's it. I don't need a, a fucking lifetime of work, right? I just need to work for another 10 or 12 years and call it a day, bro. It's been a good run. So needless to say, this next coming week is going to be a fucking show, right? I'm going to try to spend a little more time in the office just to see what's going on, you know? And then I'll be listening to my partner complain. He was complaining like a bitch on Friday. Yeah, I don't blame him. I'd be unhappy if I was him too. You know, screw that, man. We'll see. We might just be speculating, right? Just might be fucking overthinking shit, right? But, uh, yeah, Super Duper might be taken off. Because I think that if his ego gets crushed any more than it already has, he might not be able to take it. He might just quit. I don't know. We'll see. I'll fill you guys in next week. It's going to be a exciting show next week. Don't forget to tune in. So today is Saturday, January 4th, 2020. The year of the vision, bro. And we have the playoffs starting today. Now tomorrow the Hawks are going to play the Eagles for the wild card game, right? They should win that. Shouldn't be a big deal. But you never know. Any given Sunday, the Eagles are going to be ready to kick some ass, right? But the game I've been waiting to watch is today. New England against Tennessee Titans. Right? The Tennessee tight ones. We're going to go ahead and see if they can go into Foxborough and beat Tom Brady. Right? I hope they do. I hope they embarrass him. I hope he realizes that he's falling off a cliff. Every professional athlete knows that once you start going down that fucking hill, it goes fast. It's like sledding down some fucking snow, right? It's like sledding or skiing, man. Once you hit that ramp and start going down, it just keeps going faster and faster until you fucking crash in the very end tom brady yeah you've had a fucking great run you right i mean you're a fucking hall of famer bro how many super bowls you win fucking five or something six i don't know some ridiculous number if you realize that you're fucking finally shit the bed it's time to retire bro don't go embarrass yourself no don't do that no that would be an embarrassment to your legacy and your family and your fucking grandkids okay so 
if you don't if you don't win today my advice to you is say hey man this has been a fucking extraordinary run and it's time for me to say adios amigo right I know all you Boston fans out there, you New England people out there, probably like, fuck you, Pat man. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Pat man. Oh, yeah, I do know what I'm talking about. Because I was a professional framer, bro. I was a pro framer, right? And I was fucking uh, all-star, right? Hall of Famer, right? But when the fucking uh, end came, it came fast, right? So uh, I'm officially an old retired framer. So, my humble advice to Mr. Tom Brady is to hang him up, brother, before you embarrass the shit out of yourself. Okay? Well, this was episode one of season two of the Tribal Brand Podcast. I hope everybody's year will be fantastic. I hope mine's even better. Don't forget to be nice to your friends and be even nicer to yourself. Do some good things. Treat people well. I am you, Winton. Peace.